when the house of God stands empty and the people no longer care, and when they live like they will live forever, as if God is unaware. Our God is watching over all. He sees when people do not care. He keeps accounts. He takes notice. One day, he will judge the affair. Today, God is a God of love with long suffering. He still calls, but one day, he will be our judge. We will stand before him with it all. Welcome to another episode of the sermon series on Spotlight on the Word. My name is Gideon Nana Amo, and today I'm going to be speaking to you on the theme Late for the Water, but in Time for the Fire. Late for the Water, but in Time for the Fire. Now, as Christians, we have the Bible as our guide. And when we go through the Bible, reading from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, we'd come across several Bible stories that talk about interaction God had with man. And one of the most prominent ones can be found in the book of Genesis. Chapter number 6, reading from the verse number 5 to the verse number 8. This is what the Bible says. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and the beast, creeping thing and the birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now the story of Noah is a very prominent story amongst us as Christians, in that it always tends to remind us about how God destroyed the world then with water. And the fact that it took just one man to save the human race. Now, if we are going to consider the circumstances surrounding the destruction of the world in the time of Noah, these are certain these are some of the things that we can come out with. The first thing we can come out with is that man's ways and thoughts were always full of sin. Man's deeds and all of man's being were always corrupt. And so out of these things, just as we read from the book of Genesis chapter number 5, the Bible makes us understand that it made God sad. And so when God became sad, God decided to take a particular step. And that was, he destroyed the whole world with water. Now, if you consider a world that we live in today, if we are going to compare our times to the times of Noah, this is what I can also come out with. Now, man has still not changed. Man continues to live in sin. Man continues to do things that that are contrary to what God expects man to do. All our thoughts and all our deeds and all our emotions are invested towards doing things contrary to what God expects man to do. And so, we tend to just live or even do things worse than the people of the time of Noah used to do. And so the question would be, is God going to destroy the world with water again? The answer is no. But what then is God going to do to us who are a perverse generation as this? What is God going to do to us as Christians who are going to continually live and sin just because grace abounds? The Bible makes us understand in the book of Acts, chapter number 17, 
from the verse number 30 to the verse number 31. This is what the Bible says. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. And so the Bible makes us understand from the book of Acts that it may be true that us as Christians might have been late for the destruction of the world in the time of Noah by the flood. But it is indeed true that God has decided to judge the world in an appointed day that he has chosen. And so in today's world where we, we continually live in sin, we continually do things that are contrary to what God expects of us as Christians, we continually indulge ourselves in things that would put shame to our Father in heaven. The Bible or God, through the book of Acts, is reminding us that our Father in heaven has appointed a day that is going to judge this world. And so if you open our books or our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter number 25, reading from the verse number 31, this is what the Bible tells us. It says, When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them from one another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And He will set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Verse number 34. Then the King will say to those on His right hand, Come, you blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world i'll continue the reading in the verse number 41 it says then you also say to those on the left hand depart from me you cast into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels and so this draws our attention to the fact that although we still might be living in circumstances just as just as the people in the times of noah lived Sin might continue to abound. We might continue to do things that are contrary to God's word. And it is indeed true that God is not going to destroy the world again with water again. But hey, Christian brother, Christian sister, have in mind that God has chosen a day where he's going to judge the whole world in righteousness. We might have been late for the destruction of the world by water. But you and I as Christians are in time for the destruction of the world or the destruction of the wicked one by fire. And so we ought to live lives that ought to glorify God. Let us live lives that God expects us as Christians to live. Let us not conform to the normalities of the world, just as we see today. In the times of old, when Lot found himself on earth, when 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 Lord, in Sodom and Gomorrah, when the people of Sodom and Gomorrah decided to do things contrary to what God had ordered men to do, Lord didn't decide to conform himself to the things of the world. The same as Noah. Noah didn't decide to just say, oh, because the world is normalizing things and the world is doing everything that they would do just because they feel like they can do what they want to do. He was also going to do the same. That is an unchristian-like behavior. That is a behavior not worthy of a person associated with God. And so as Christians, we ought to live lives that are worth living or worth appreciating or worth calling 
or us being worthy of the name Christians. We shouldn't just live on earth because we think we are here on earth alone and we can do whatever we, we, we wish or we, we, we feel like we can do. Let us not forget that God has appointed a day that is going to judge this earth in righteousness. He's going to judge everyone according to the deeds that he or she has done on this earth. Nothing can be hidden from the sight of God. Just as uh, 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 the author that we listened to when we began today's sermon or discussion. The Bible or the author made us understand that it is indeed true that God is watching over all. He sees what people do even though we think God does not see. And God keeps accounts of the things that we do. He takes notice and one day he will judge us for them. And let us not live on this world living as just free people, although we are just free moral agents on this earth. But as Christians, we ought to do things that God, God approves. We ought to do things that God will sit in heaven and smile. We ought to do things that are not going to cause God to be sad, just as the people in the time of Noah caused God to be sad. Many a times as Christians, you see a Christian involving him or herself in, in, in acts that are not worthy for Christians to involve themselves in, only in the name that it has become normal for everyone to do it. And so it is a norm of the day and everyone is doing it. And so you see a Christian brother or a Christian sister involving him or herself in such activities. But I'm here to remind us that God has indeed appointed a day and a time that is going to judge this world in righteousness. God is definitely going to send his son to come the second time. And when he does, he's coming to pick everyone and we are all going to be separated. And just as the book of Matthew admonished us, that God is going to separate us into two groups. Those who are worthy to inherit the kingdom of God, he called blessed. And those who are not worthy, who are going to be cast into the lake of fire, he called cursed. Which of them do you want to find yourself associated with in? As a Christian today, are you willing to risk the joys that you are going to have in the afterlife on earth here just to live and enjoy life on this earth for some few moments if you've decided to do so just remember that we might have been late for the water but we are in time for the fire god is not a partial god god is a god of opportunities that's why he has given us today for us spotlight on the way to reach out to you wherever you are in this world that even though you might be living lives that are not worth what Christians ought to do. The Bible makes us understand that if we would accept God and repent from the ways that we do or the ways that we are we, we, we are on, God is a faithful God and He's going to forgive us of all our sins. And so as Christians, we ought to do things that are praiseworthy of God. Let us not live lives that are going to cause God or that is going to cause God to grieve. But we should live lives that are going to cause God to be happy. Let us live lives so we can also impact others to live the lives that they are living and come and join us in this Christian city that we have genuine. Let us remember that we are just pilgrims on this earth. In the end, we are going to face the judgment of God. And so, brethren, let's not forget that we might have been late for the water, but we are in time for the fire. I hope today's discussion is going to bring us
to our senses is going to make us come to the understanding that it is indeed true that although God indeed destroyed the world in time past with water, but today He has appointed a day where He is going to judge the whole world in righteousness, and He expects each and every man to live lives that are worthy of saving his or her soul. May the good Lord continue to be with us. May He strengthen us even as we journey on on this earth and we strive to attain salvation for our souls. It's my hope that collectively we can hold hands and walk into the blessed land that God has prepared for us. Let us live lives that are going to save our souls in the end. Brethren, do not forget that we might have been late for the water, but we are in time for the fire. May the good Lord continue to be with us. Amen.